This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. All this time, Porter, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Number 11. I'm Pete Schermacher and I'm with Kelly Nelson. Kelly, how you doing, man? I'm doing spectacular, man. Spectacular. Johnny, how you feeling? Please? I'm feeling fine. Probably feeling better than Mark Lorenz again. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, folks, man, if you're following along with on us with the network, we are on WCCW, episode number 19, April 27th, 1982. And by gosh, we got a bunch from on last week's episode. <laughs> Why not we start out hot again, Johnny? We get a bill. You can't get you. You can't get enough Wild Bill Irwin, motherfucker. Uh huh. They know what's hot. They know that that's what the people want to see. They want to see some more Wild Bill Irwin. And maybe they're just ribbing him. Yeah, I go. Because you'll be surprised, but again. He actually brings up the fact that he doesn't have a manager. Well, you know what? It's apparent that he needs one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he needs a mouthpiece in a big, bad way. So he's just, maybe he's just in denial of the fact that he needs a manager. Wild Bill Irwin's a very, very sensitive man underneath all that, you know, uh, hair and tough exterior. You know, he wants to go out there and perform and be a performer. But, you know. He just can't, and, he, and he's in denial. That's why he's yelling about it all the time. Uh, he, he, he's much better with a manager. More Wildville. I can't believe there's more Wildville Irwin. <laughs> what do you think of it, Kelly? Uh, yeah, it's it's strange, this whole you know breakup between Irwin and Dusik, because it's so subtle. I mean, it's not like they're really feuding with each other. Like, Dusik seems to have just vanished in the last few weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it felt like Dusik might be, like, in another territory or on a tour of Japan, mm. and Erwin's carrying the feud with the stick work. Uh, Maybe. So we're not forgetting Is it him. gone? I don't know. I haven't seen him since uh, he did that one. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, when he was the co-host. Because, again, he's not addressing him by name. Yeah, but I think they broke up when Dusik was still, still there. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, what the problem is, Kelly. Okay, he's heartbroken. Yeah. He's heartbroken. He just can't get his thoughts <laughs> together. It was more than just a manager claim. Uh -huh. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Wild Bill, all over. That's the why mic. they call him Wild Bill. <laughs> yep, and then he opens up the show. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Kelly, man, talk about this match. Uh, I'll try. Oh, man, Shaft. I mean, 
all he has for offense is just a bunch of uh, headlocks in this match. It's horrible. He just kept going back to the headlock like a, you know, a first uh, first week in, in wrestling guy who was afraid to do anything else. Um, yeah, but the the highlight of this match was uh, Lorenz mentioning that in a few weeks we're going to see footage of Fritz von Erich's first ever match as a professional wrestler. I'm interested to see that because <laughs> I didn't know it existed. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious too. Yeah, because um, we got that random gorgeous George and Nature Boy footage a couple uh, weeks ago, and now we're going to get some more uh, interesting footage from the past. Um, yeah, I, I, it, like Shaft had all the headlocks, but as soon as everyone got on, got control, it was over. It was, it was. A quick squash after that with the Brody running knee, and hopefully Shaft is being phased out, you know, fast now. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought Irwin did a good job with Shaft here. I um, mean, you know, all things considered, kind of like what Johnny said last week. Uh, I mean, Irwin, and and my one of my talking points, Irwin's just a guy who who you know he has a template, knows what works. Yeah, he doesn't go. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, try to do stuff stuff he can't do. Yeah. And he sticks to the stuff he does well, and uh, and they had a fun little uh, squash here. What about you, John? Ugh. What what are you thinking? Oh, this sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> this is all, fucking ton. Then I, I then I, I guess he doesn't agree with me. Uh, I, okay. I I know. Here's the thing. I I can't stand Tom Bugalishad. He's <laughs> so fucking awful. You know, Wild Bull Irwin. So he's out there. And I think Wild Bull Irwin at one point just was sort of just trying his best and then he's just like oh what the fuck oh, whatever you know just I mean when he's in there with Castro last week you know who can fucking go but you know they have an entertaining match because he can be led through it <laughs> Tom Bugley Shaft can't do shit he can't do anything he's awful uh, <laughs> I, I, oh he stinks I hope he's being phased out He's the worst I, the only notes I have here is about the first Fritz match, match and I was like can you go to it now <laughs> yeah. In two weeks, I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck you, Mark Lorenz, because I want maybe want to watch that because I don't want to watch Tom Boogaloo Shaft Boogaloo. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> stinks. Then, then we then we actually get a actual H and H interview, oh, yeah. which we uh, I don't know if we've seen these two together really much. No. Have we? No. Johnny. Yeah. Well. <laughs> There's a really cool theme that Gary Hart's going with at first is that the Von Erics have been able to, to run this place with an iron claw. Maybe. Uh, but uh, he's like, Fritz can't get us out, you know, and he's, he's doing the even though he says we'll do things that are evil. He's doing the bad guy logic, which I always like. They're all like, no, 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 no. He's he's just you know wants to control everything and he can't get us out he can't control it all and you know and we have re and now I have resources because of my rich African friend you know and and then Hussein does pretty decent and then they go back to Gary Hart or something and then Gary Hart sort of got it like I mean he's always great but he sort of you got the sense that he was like. I'm not really all into this one. <laughs> he, he even, his eyes even look. He, in fact, before the shot ends, his eyes just start looking at his shoes. 
he says some shit and his eyes just start going down. I think maybe he was just like, he did his spiel and he saying, did his bullshit, which sucks. And Gary Hart's like, oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, well, I have a whole different different take. Okay. It felt like, uh, for me, it felt like uh, Hart kind of balanced out all the shit that uh, Hussein usually does, and Hussein felt much more serious, and and he felt more like a... Oh, 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 to- oh. Hussein standing next to Gary Hart does make Hussein better by being there, because if you're just weeks and weeks and weeks of Hussein being the only one out there saying this shit... You need to see Gary Hart, you know, yeah. and Gary, because Gary Hart is, is a huge presence. But I was just, I was just saying, at, at certain points, I think Gary Hart was kind of just like, uh, okay. <laughs> is there another manager with H in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine he, imagine like a couple that would have been uh, a lot better than thing. Hart and Hart, Gary Hart and Jimmy Hart, like, be like oil and vinegar. Jimmy could do all the bumps. Yeah, there you go. Jimmy could do all the bumps. Oh, Kelly, what'd you make of this oh, pairing? Oh, I, I don't really like the pairing because I think it, it brings Gary Hart down. You know, he shouldn't be with this C-level talent. Um, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I do agree completely there and stuff. But I, th- I thought a few weeks back I explained why I think they do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I understand. Again, I understand. What, you know. Excuse me. What was it again? Because I thought it had something, was it something to do with those spot shows for so Gary Hart doesn't have to go. I also thought he was traveling yeah. a lot into Georgia. Yeah, okay, I think that's he was it. Also yeah. Helping book. Yeah. In '82, mm. I thought he was helping book the Carolina. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. He needed an understudy essentially, and that's uh-huh. what Bain is. is yeah. who, do we have anyone around here who can kind of talk who has the last name H? I did it with Humperdinck <laughs> once. <laughs> what? Well, you know, you know, you know, ideas bookers. I mean. They use. I mean, I mean, there's no such thing as a fresh idea in wrestling. It's all, it's all it's, oh, how you just spin it. I yeah. mean, that's you know. That's yeah. true. Oh gosh! But then we get to uh, Carlos Zapata versus Kelly's favorite Ken. <laughs> not not Cowboy Johnny, but Ken, the new the Booker in a few years. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got an interesting future ahead of him, but. Uh, just when we thought we were getting into the 80s, Ken Mattel comes to drag us back yeah. into the 70s. What, the 70s? Back to fucking 1963. Yeah. Oh, and that horrible, ill-fitting singlet that he had on. Oh, my God. Ugh. Oh, he's a, he's a patriot. That's <laughs> his red, white, and blue awful singlet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have, terrible. I'm going to have nightmares about that tonight. <laughs> That was awful. Um, <laughs> I don't know much about Mantel other than, yeah, he, he would do some booking in the territory eventually. Uh, as a wrestler, I, I, I'm pretty sure I have never seen him before this match. So, yeah, I gather he was like a junior heavyweight type guy in the 70s, even had the strap at one point. Um, he works that, yeah, total technical scientific style. Uh, leg work at the beginning, and uh, yeah, then Mantel wins with a Russian leg sweep. Zapata is another guy that's that's one of my whipping boys. I just I uh, hate him. So. <laughs> Next, <laughs> that 
leads us into a fridge. Oh, hold, hold, hold on. I didn't talk about this. Johnny's, Johnny's got I didn't talk, talk about this, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got other confused. Uh, what what <laughs> oh, do you take here? Okay. Well, no, I'm just going to skip ahead because uh, Ken Mantell looks like a fucking goober. He's, uh, he, he's like the world's most dangerous elementary school janitor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and while this fucking awful shit's going on, and Ken Mantell, oh, Ken Mantell stinks. Ugh, it just, he just looks like, oh, I hate him. His, his dumb hair, yeah. <laughs> the kind of balding, uh, the worst. Horrible. So, but, but Mark Lorenz, again, putting over the production values of the show, uh, he's like, if television is an art, then this must be like a beautiful portrait. Oh, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's something else. And then towards the end, he brings up Fritz von Erich and he calls him the greatest man in professional wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Um, There's, but they cut to, during the match, they cut to this one little girl and blonde girl just sitting there in a little seat and she's adorable. And, She's chanting and clapping, go, Ken, go, go, Ken, go. And it's, like, it's, like, it's his daughter who's dying, you know, he's got to win the match. It's like the, it's like the champ. It's like, it's like the fucking movie, yeah. The Champ. <laughs> but in this, in this case, I, I, <laughs> we get a Ricky Schroeder, uh, John Voight uh, reference. I don't know. Hey, well, I'm old enough to go back to Jackie Cooper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, pal. So, don't fucking give me your 1970s Ricky Schroeder bullshit. I, I, did, I did the real oh, fucking yeah, deal. Well, you, you cried in that movie. Don't don't. Lie. I cried the original one. I didn't cry that one. I hated when I was a little kid. I hated Ricky Schroeder. I just hate. I, I thought he looked too cute. I, I thought wow. Silver Spoons was awful. I thought he was a spoiled kid. Hated it. Only later did I realize that he was became quite a fine actor. <laughs> but anywho. Uh, and, but yes, it was a Russian leg sweep that Mark Lawrence calls a suplex. That, that happened. Uh, but then um, there were the show had uh, a couple of local promos for like, uh, lo- you know, they come on down to the such and such. And, yeah, see yeah. The such. and this one was to come down to some high school and. Uh, it's great, and he's like, and the matches and the matches will be held in the football field unless it rains. Then <laughs> it will be inside. I'm like, oh, good, good. It's just so, so come on down to the matches. <laughs> oh man, and uh, yeah, so Kim uh, Intel stinks, and Carlos Zapata stinks, and. Hopefully he becomes Booker sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have no comment on the match. Um, <laughs> yet, uh, to the Fritz promo, what, what do you think of the Fritz promo? No, me? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? There wasn't a lot to write about it. There wasn't anything that's for me to make fun of Fritz about with, with, with how I feel about the man. And nothing that was, I thought, too cool either. It, it was, eh, it was okay. He got one good line in, I thought. Uh, oh no, no! Actually, Mark Lawrence got in the line. It was inspired by Fritz. Uh, they were talking. He's talking about the feud with Gary Hart and the history, and it just—I don't know—it wasn't grabbing me. And 
Uh, Fritz did mention chapters, maybe, and Mark Lorenz then uh, says, you know, it's been a long book, the history of this, uh, and Fritz von Erich is wanting to close the final chapter on this book. I like like that line, you know, but it was the only memorable thing about it. It wasn't, you know, it's weird. Fritz is usually memorable for one reason or another, and this one just didn't grab me. What about you, Kelly? Yeah, I don't know. No, it wasn't a super memorable promo, but Fritz is, you know, he stands out even at however old he was at this time. He stands, you know, head and shoulders above pretty much everybody else um, in the territory as a, as a star and, and someone who can cut a promo. Um, he has a presence to him that most of the other guys don't have, you know. This guy made a lot of money in a lot of different territories over the years. Uh, Gary Hart, another one, definitely that's uh, in standing above most of the uh, talent. Oh yeah, yeah. Fritz and Hart, um, yeah, they're the the basically they're the the, the anchors of the territory still. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, to me, I always felt it was a fifty-fifty thing because when you saw that where Gary Hart had influence there, generally it was good shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they they're carrying the territory. Um, Carrie's getting there as at least a top babyface star, but uh, yeah, I mean, in the crowd believing in him. Yeah, and like and like Kevin and and David have been kind of MIA. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's gone. David's only barely been on the television that we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah all, all about Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, just once, yeah. So it makes it more interesting. Maybe, we, you know, like we talked about last week about Kerry being positioned as the top guy. Maybe it's out of necessity right now in the promotion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Kevin's around, but uh, he, he is. That's the, that, yeah, he is the top baby face. And, yeah, he's got clearly. And, and yeah. he should be. Like we, like, like we talked about, he should be uh, right then and there because uh, Kevin – uh, if you're gonna pick between the two, and it, believe me, they're not considering Almadrill. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, pick between the two. And the reaction of the crowd also yeah. says Carrie. Yeah. And the reaction of the crowd says Carrie because Kevin's got a weirdness about Kevin. Kevin's about a, a weird about his. He's jacked, but he's not like Carrie type jacked, you know. And he's more acrobatic and stuff. And people wanted to get behind Carrie because you know. I mean, everyone's like, because he's so dreamy, you know, which I really, I always thought he had a horse face, but he's the dreamy one. That's what they tell the kids. So. And Kevin's still working with his shoes. And his shoes. That's what, that's, it's really interesting because you know that he finally just decided to make a character choice. I said, you know what my thing's going to be? I'm not going to wear fucking shoes. And you know what? It worked for him. Yeah. It did. It totally did. It totally did. You're right. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, pro wrestling announcer Kevin Kelly here. I want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at Place to Be Nation. It's really easy to do. Just head to iTunes or your preferred podcatcher app today and search and subscribe to the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, which, of course, includes the full archives of the Kevin Kelly Show, the Place to Be Nation pod feed, and the pro wrestling only feed. Subscribe, listen, and then rate us and leave feedback today. And be sure to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott. Scott. 
Place Nations, JT Rizzero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlaySimulation.com, and we offer those to you on three great feeds. On the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the original Place to Be podcast, as well as main event to Lucha Afterground and our monthly pay-per-view reaction shows, as well as the Our Vantage Point podcast and Jeff Learns Wrestling. In addition to these full-length shows, we also deliver quick-hit pod blasts on topics old and new. Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Week in Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Psychology is Dead, Puro Puri, Stacy and Elliot's Bogus Journey, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Letters from Center Stage, Space City, and NWA Classics on Demand Adventure, Through the Years, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, the feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from Kayfabe, and much more. And on our popular Place to Be Nation Pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as the Glenn Butler Podcast Hour Spectacular, Rank and File, PTBN Dadcast, Go Home in a Box, NBA Team, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertible podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard-traveling fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversation, Geek and Sassy, and Imaginary Stories Podcasts. You can find all of these current shows plus archives of our past podcasts, including The Kevin Kelly Show, as well by subscribing to all of our feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback as well. All of these shows, plus others available on PlaySimulation.com, where we cover pro wrestling, sports, movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects and more. Be sure to support our site by using PlaySimulation.com backslash Amazon when shopping online, and download our free PTB Vintage Vault Refresh eBooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at Bonehead's Wingbar in West Warwick, Rhode Island, and Fall River, Massachusetts, TheHistoryWrestling.com, and Scott Keats' Blog of Doom. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. PlaySimulation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. And that leads us to Great Kabuki versus Mike Bond. What, what, what okay, Bond. Is it Bond? I was, hearing, was Vaughn. Uh, I was hearing Vaughn, and then I looked them up, and I couldn't find a Mike Vaughn, so maybe it was Mike Bond. Uh, see? Was, yeah, it's clearly Mike Bond. Uh, Mike you know, because that completely ruins my joke about Fritz always fucking up by hiring guys named Vaughn. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Like Mike Bond is a, uh, <laughs> a notorious jobber. Uh, okay. Uh, some years later, another Vaughn will cause us some problems. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, well, we're, we're about five years now. Yeah, we're a ways, we're a ways away. <laughs> yeah. We'll make it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have this match warranted the least amount of notes that I took, that I've taken so far. I, I put squash, Kabuki's, uh, Kabuki looks great as always. That's all. Mm. Mike Bond. Yeah, that's about the same for me, except I don't think he always looks great, but he still looks menacing. What about you, John? Uh, you know who the fucking um, uh, uh, MVP of this match was? Mark Lorenz. Because he got some cool fucking lines in about Kabuki. Uh, crazy as it's crazy as it's batshit crazy, but it, it's awesome. Number one, the, the, the announcer called him the very popular Mike Bond. I'm like, really? <laughs> Is he now? And 
he but Lorenz says that Kabuki Kabuki was born and raised in a place called you know when translated to English the melting pots of sin I was like damn he's like you have to, you have to become an animal to survive in such a place he's and then he starts mentioning it. he wears the paint because of the scars, the scars that he must have gotten living on the streets, having to resort to these animalistic tactics to survive in the place called the melting pots of sin. He's actually empathizing with Kabuki and giving him empathy. And it's fucking tremendous. It's like he's got nothing to talk about and he's got a chance to fucking just shine. And he does. I, I knock him all the time. That was fucking great storytelling during what was a just a jobber match. I, I really enjoyed that. And that leads us into the main event of Al Madrill, the spoiler, versus Bundy, King Kong Bundy, and, and Bugsy McGraw. Uh, Kelly, what were your thoughts here? This is on paper, you know, I, I thought it might have some potential. No, I wasn't sure. What would you make of it? Uh, I thought it was a good match. Um, the crowd was definitely hot for it. I mean, this is the second straight week we see the spoiler and Bundy uh, in the ring. Madrill, hey, good old Al, was super over. He was, you know, the king of the two-star match. Here he is. Bugsy's, uh, he's, he's doing pretty well in the territory right now, too. Apparently, Bundy and McGraw are the tag champs now, the the Tag titles seem to get hot potatoed around uh, yeah, quite a bit. The same exact thing. <laughs> different, different champs every week here. Um, yeah, uh, the hot tag to the spoiler was was cool right at the beginning. Uh, the crowd loves him, and uh, good stiff shots from the spoiler too, and lots of brawling. Pretty much, you know, there was it was it was a brawl the whole way through. Fifteen minute time limit draw. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, something to recommend or anything, but I thought it was a solid match, decent match. And, uh, the beat down on Madrill afterwards was kind of nasty. Hussein hit Madrill with a couple really stiff shots, maybe almost potatoes, um, in the fracas afterwards. Uh, you know, this is, this is what we're getting at this point in time. It's, uh, it's, it's not great, but it's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, it had some moments of uh, that was really interesting, but then it missed the boat at other aspects. Yeah, like I didn't think it had like a a, a really great story, but it had some decent action. Mm-hmm. Um, like I liked the cat and mouse that happened early on. I like Bundy taking it to Madrill. I uh, Madrill uh, gets to uh, be the face in peril for gets that for a while. Then Spoiler gets in. He takes it to Bundy. Uh, then you get uh, McGraw gets his front face lock, which was boring as hell. Uh, and it was just a little. It was just a lot of nice back and forth stuff. But the, the, I thought I thought it lacked some. I thought the dynamics of getting some heat and then shines. They could have done better with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but coming out of it, I still want to see more Spoiler and Bundy. I don't care about Al Madrill and, and Bugsy McGraw in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I'm more interested in Bundy and Spoiler. Uh, so hopefully we'll get more of that going forward. What about you, John? You guys are out of your fucking minds. This ruled. I love this match. 
I thought this was outstanding. Uh, anyway, um, uh, we skip our head. Apparently, in the crowd, and there was one shot of this older gentleman in a cowboy hat. He looked like the most interesting man in the world from the Dosecchi's ads. So apparently, he was slumming it that day. Uh, there's this great move in this match. This crowd is hot as fuck for this, too. Uh, where Bugsy's doing that shit that the heels do who are crazy, who, that when they pound their own head into the into the, the turnbuckle pad, and you know, and Al jumps up behind him and grabs him while he's doing it and gives him more, more oomph, so it, so it really hurts him, and Bugsy pops and sells it like, you son of a bitch, you know, and it's great stuff, and the crowd pops huge for that, and I was like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that. It's brand new to me, and... Uh, place is going nuts. I'm enjoying the, the hell of this. And so is Mark Lorenz, because at some point he says, he, on commentary, he's like, boy, this is really turning into a match. <laughs> it's how he puts it. <laughs> but he's excited. This is good. And, and everything, which is, I, so was I. And Bundy's doing mat work. I'm like, mat work wrestler Bundy rules. You know, he's putting guys in leg locks and shit. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I was digging it. And, uh, and, and look, by the way, I highly recommend moving to Colorado for the obvious reasons to watch this footage. Because mm. anyway, the, the woman who came down that we've been trying to struggle to find a name for. This isn't great, but it's it's a starting point. Maybe she's the real Stella May French. <laughs> and when they came up with the character, they named her that. In honor of her after she died of emphysema or something like that. Yeah. yeah I, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not yeah. good, but it's, it's, it's not good. But uh, we need to come <laughs> up with something. Um, and spoiler and Bundy, I, I wrote this together. They, to your point, Pete, like they rule together. They're good together. They're fun to watch uh, with these two guys go. So this old vet and this young kid, and they've got uh, a lot of symmetry going on. You know, it, it's really, they steal the fucking show. Uh, uh, um, and again, but here's a, a little thing that Bugsy does. The draw happens and Bugsy's happy. You know, he's not even doing the heel. Uh, he, he, he's clapping like it was an achievement. Like, yeah, well, still the chance. And I was like, I like that little touch. And, uh, and then when Bundy and, uh, and Bugsy are, uh, and they're all, uh, oh, they start pounding on each other because they, they, they're so proud of themselves. After the brawl and everything, like hitting each other in the chest, like, ah, ah, yeah. And I was like, and I honestly thought, I was like, man, I can't wait because I'm sure Pete and Kelly are going to love this as much as I do. But apparently I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so uh, listeners out there, if you want to chime in and, and tell Johnny he's absolutely fucking uh, You know what? Uh, no. We won't stop you. We'll no. actually appreciate it. And we can we can set things well, right. Well, Pete, really well, Pete, how would people be able to express those opinions? Uh, where would we see these thoughts? On, 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 on Twitter, on uh, the message boards, everything. Oh, what's the Twitter address? <laughs> At Titans O Wrestling. What's the message board? Johnny Sorrow's opinions suck. Oh, 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 how dare you? How dare you, sir? This was this was fun. I enjoy this. And uh, oh no, and there's a little bit of more because something really crazy happens. Uh, Al Madrill gets on the mic, 
and he's cut a promo at Hussein and he calls him an ape. <laughs> and he's he's doing that. I want five more minutes, which I hate anyway. What every every baby face begs for five more minutes of this fucking promotion, right. you know. And he calls the black guy an ape, and it looked like that beatdown had a little shoot element into it. I think they maybe laid a few in there. I think Bundy might have laid a few in there on that shit. Because while it was going on, the spoiler magically was tied up in the ropes, and I didn't see how that <laughs> I think the spoiler went, I'm taking a little break. <laughs> they went over and fucking stiffed Almadrill for fucking calling him, and you don't call that man an ape. That, that's how I took what happened, because like, suddenly the spoiler was going, go ahead, boys. <laughs> Everybody secretly hates Al. Uh, well, I thought the first punch from Hussein definitely looked like a potato. Didn't it? Uh, it did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making the joke I'm, for a reason. It looked like they <laughs> fucked him up. <laughs> Shit, uh, he called him a fucking ape. Number, number one, the man speaks five languages. Yeah, that's on called. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah, and it don't matter what the character is or nothing, man. You, you know, he was like, did you just fucking call me a motherfucking ape? And he just punched that motherfucker square in the head. <laughs> well, uh, let's just, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, Kelly, anything you need to mention? Um, um, well, let's see. Mount Olympus with Landy and myself. That, it might be out by now. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Uh, look for that, folks. Um, other than that, place to be podcast. I'm there sometimes as well. And yeah, so am I. Yeah, so are you, Pete? Uh, but yeah, we got a big one coming up. I cover like Kelly's vacations and uh, yeah, honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I get pressed into duty every now. And then. <laughs> yeah, we got a big show coming up um, later in November. November. Yeah, yeah, where we're looking at. The build, yeah, the build to WrestleMania three uh, should be interesting. Now, now, are you on that show too? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna be a big I one. I think though, it's huh? gonna be like five of us. Yeah, five of us. It, okay. It's WrestleMania right, three. Awesome. It's bigger, better, badder, whatever the tagline was. <laughs> yeah, there you five go. hours. Like, Great one. On. Great segue. <laughs> uh, Johnny, anything you want to? Nah, no, no, I'm good. All right, man. Follow me at Titans of Wrestling. Keep on watching wrestling, brothers. Uh, it's always fun, uh, unless it stinks. But oh, hey, man. It's fun. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> flip side. Flip side, Daddy O. Daddy O. <laughs> Gotta got gotta change it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it relevant. You, you, you gotta keep it relevant, man. <laughs> My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone. The moment that you come in view and with your hand in mine. Could dance on and on, and I could waltz across Texas with you. Waltz across Texas with you in my arms. Waltz across.
Texas with you Like a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms And I could waltz across Texas with you 